Hi, welcome to Awake TV. So today soon I'm gonna talk about energetic interference and ascension. Enjoy! Hi, welcome to Awake TV. So today soon I'm gonna talk about energetic interference and ascension. So this is a little bit different topic. We usually want to focus ourselves on joy energy and then our internal world and the stuff like that. But me and Sue both experienced energetic attack in, in last week or this week. And then this is something maybe it's a good idea to talk about because I heard my favorite person I watch every morning to clear myself, Steve Noble. He, he has been talking about all this energetic attack from dark forces and you know negative aliens. But I'm thinking, well, it happened to him because he has 145K subscriber on YouTube, right? So I'm thinking that that's not my issue. I only have like 500 or whatever. 90 something people so it's not that much that was my attitude mm. and then um i was serving the customer i was doing a akasiki record reading for ichi version so which is different version for my private client because you can give very personal akasiki record reading which i give to uh my coaching client to itchy customer you know i mean it's it's not the same thing so i was giving the reading and that was 35 dollars and then but has a lot of value like has clearing has a message from the guide so if they are kind of interested in spirituality and kind of wanted to know their life purpose or why they're here on earth it's a good one to pay for without really investing, you know, a few hundred dollars for it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Dip your toe, dip your toe in without losing your wallet and see if you if if you like it, right? Yeah. So what I got was I took half of my time because accessing Akashic Record Gatekeeper, that's energetic exchange. You know, I had to access to that field and then actually channel it and then write down what I got so mm -hmm. basically this person started attacking me and sending a lot of nasty messaging on Etsy um this is this was um I have a no refund policy because once you did it like you know you can return but I kind of thought this is not worth it because she doesn't stop messaging it was like a bombarding of a negative. Um, I can feel negative energy, like attacking aggressive energy. Mm -hmm. And this wasn't worth it. So I refunded money to her. But I was wondering, this was second person. Mm -hmm. I got same experience. So I, I spoke with my soul sister, Tanya, like, why do you think this is happening? Can you ask to your guy? And they basically, her guide was saying this was an energetic interference from dark forces. Mm. And they see your light 
and they want to make sure to stop ascension process. They don't want the people to start um, raising their vibration and then changing all this transforming. And then I, she's very clear. Um, she's as clear as I am. So I trust her ability, but I was very surprised. It made sense to me, but I was very surprised by the answer because I was thinking, who would notice my light since I don't have a huge amount of audience? I do have like 2,700 2, people on TikTok, but that is not the point, you know? <laughs> point was, I, I don't have 145K people. So that was my, I guess, belief, like I, I'm a safe place, like I'm working in, incognito and then like no under one, the radar right yeah, you thought you were enough under the radar yeah, yeah. no one gonna notice i guess it wasn't you know <laughs> well so, you know i gotta interrupt you for just a quick second to point out what you just said because i think it's really profound um we can never underestimate our light and you know we've heard it said and i've said it you know some people have have found this in their session with me which is what is their life purpose they're here to hold the light what does that mean that means live your life be as happy as you can find joy treat people well that sort of thing but you say you didn't think your light was that bright well guess what it, it is it's like the sun and um so even though you don't have that many followers uh, as many as other people you might compare yourself to, you know, in the hundreds of thousands, that's how important that holding the light is. Uh, I just wanted to interject that because um, this is God light. This isn't, this isn't some light you turn on in your bedroom or, you know, a candle that you, and although that's beautiful, sacred light as well, you know, the candles and whatnot. But um, again, it's each person that is able to hold their light is so important to all of us as a collective because that's how we get to 5d each one of us is turning our light on or we're stoking our light we keep it really protected um so it really is that big but anyway keep going with your story sorry about that yeah so i was talking to daniel scranton's 90 actuarians which is my guide too but when I was talking to Daniel, I mean, Acturians through Daniel, they're saying, oh, your light is super bright and we can see you and you gotta, you gotta say whatever you want on social media because it's important. But I mean, I understand what they're saying, but I'm, I wasn't really taking my position as that visible, you know? <laughs> but obviously light, light shining kind of way, I guess, dark forces can notice my light, even though horror-wise, I don't have that many people, I guess, right? So mm -hmm. I learned, and then I was thinking, this is why it's a good idea to bring this topic out to you guys, everybody, our audience, because you think whatever you do, you know, could be Reiki or could be whatever you do, yoga, or you think you only have a 30, followers or subscribers and then you think they're like oh you know nobody gonna notice me probably that is not true you know 
because you don't have to have a huge one million people or 100,000 people to be noticeable the frequency wise because you got nothing to do with how many people are following you mm -hmm. yeah so I was thinking it's a good idea to talk about this it's not because we're gonna start ourselves getting into fear mode yeah no it's not but like be aware of it yeah just be conscientious that yeah, it, it's possible of, be aware of the dark forces can uh, sabotage you or attack you so once you know something is going on you know how to deal with it mm -hmm. so you're not going to be um you're not going to be naive about it. you don't know what's going on right right yeah so i'm not saying you guys should fight but when you know some kind of interference is happening then you can say yourself well I have to put you up my protective shield or, you know, Steve Noble offers a bunch of new meditation to protect yourself from dark forces. That's the newest one, by the way. So you yeah, for free. Yeah. Yeah. You for free. It out. Yeah, for free. So I'm doing that a lot of times, not daily. Um, so it's a good idea to do. You know, once you know you are noticed by the dark forces, you know how or you're going to be aware enough to protect yourself from that light you know yeah what is your experience sue mm. i've been trying to think about how i would uh tell you guys about it because um there's another person involved and i want to really protect their identity um while i'm working with somebody and we are collaborating on a project and um, this person has been listening to some sources of, you know, information, updates, you know, reading of energies, things like that. And I think this person fell into some pretty dark energy um, that's really got that person thinking, reconsidering everything about their belief system and because I just noticed the tone uh you know how we can recognize each other's tone our way yeah. of seeing the world our way of you know mm -hmm. expressing ideas and things like that I noticed the tone change almost seemed like overnight and um it felt like this fear? yeah yeah felt like a lot of fear actually and I just thought, what the hell's going on? This person, this is not this person at all. I mean, I've known this person for over two years and we've been pretty much talking almost daily. I mean, there's been, you know, weeks where we get busy and we don't talk, but um, for the most part, it's almost daily. And uh, it just blew me away. And I think the first thing I want to offer about this situation that I'm going through is, um, I had to take a step back. My initial reaction was like, well, wait a minute, wait, where'd you go? <laughs> uh, worry. I was concerned. Yeah. And then I, you know, I kind of had insight for myself that, you know, I've slipped, I've dipped into fear too. So that's okay. I think that's part of the human element. And then I said to myself, I just need to step back. I mean, I gave this person what they asked for, which was my opinion. 
on the topics that they were bringing up. Um, and I even did some channeling for this person because they asked me to. So I did. They wanted me to consult my guides. I did. I gave this person what the guides said. And uh, then there was a funny reaction to that. They were like, why, why did you say that to me? And I said, well, you asked me to ask my guides. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not the one saying that, you know, like I, you asked me to ask the guides, I asked the guides, and then I quickly type as fast as I can, so that I get the message to you, what they're saying to me. I, I'm not filtering it. I'm not adding to it or subtracting to it. I'm just, you asked me to ask, I did. Here's the answer. I'm sorry if you don't like it. Um, but I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna paint rainbows. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to give whatever they give me. Right. So the long and the short of it is, uh, I can't say whether this was an attack by dark forces, um, or just somebody it's, it's woke up and then hit me. Yeah. It's happened to me. Then I'm like, wow, same thing. Yeah. And I suspect it is too, because, um, we're working on a project that I think uh, through sessions, you know, doing um, quantum healing sessions and getting information from, you know, hypnosis. uh, And you know what that's like, higher selves and angels and guides and all of that. So it's not even my information, but this is information we're compiling because we want to give it to the collective to help other people. Um, so by answering our questions, we're hoping that, you know, it'll answer other people's questions. Yeah. So I, you know, I really just send love. Um, I'm not offended. And I I think that's the important thing that I want to convey today is that we can't take it personally when, if somebody else goes into a fear place, um, But we really, really, and we've said this so many times, we really have to be careful what we're dipping into on a regular basis, because if, if that source that you're going to is constantly spewing fear, you know, chances are they're not working for the light. And I'll give you a good example, Tarot by Janine, right? You and I have told everybody how we like to listen to her. Now, I don't, you know, buy lock, stock and barrel and everything she predicts through the cards. Um, But there are times it's entertaining, right? Mm -hmm. But when she even when she talks about things that aren't the greatest, right? It's not great news. It's okay, but it's not great. She always posits the information in the best possible light. You know, like she doesn't go doom and gloom. She doesn't start telling everybody to, you know, evacuate or you're in big trouble or you better watch out because it's going to happen. No, she just, she talks about even the benefits of something happening that we would consider negative. She can turn it around into, well, this is, this is maybe the positive side of this thing yeah. Um, because humanity needs to learn this lesson or whatever. So what I'm trying to say is she doesn't spew fear. And that's why I know that that is a source that I can go to, even if I don't listen to everything she's, you know, take it as uh, a fact. Um, It is entertaining. I like listening to her updates. I think she is very connected to um, the collective as a whole, but um, But, but she doesn't scare people. 
I want to add something. She's not yeah. connecting to just one collective. She's connecting. You told me that too. A couple of different collective. So yeah. sometimes when she reads, she's reading me and uh, Sue's timeline. Sometimes she reads, that's not our timeline at all. But right. regardless, it's still entertaining. Well, and it's positive. I mean, as long as it's positive, it's not scaring people. You know, seriously, folks, if you, <laughs> the best way to protect yourselves against any kind of psychic attack from any source is not to allow yourself to go into fear. And then also, because, if you get attacked by someone, like I got, you know, bullied by this client, um, it's very important to stand up for yourself, right? And then at the end of the day, you have to think about, is it worth it to keep on talking with this person? Yeah. Know, in the name of customer service, you know, because you're worth it. So, uh, well, you know, it's important. There's boundary the setting. Boundary. Yeah, it's important to set the boundary. So what I did was I refund, I refunded to her and then I told her to do not contact me again. You know, because Good. she was sending a message, like a bombardic message like every two minutes, crazy amount. And then in the beginning, she was saying her life is miserable, you know? So after this lesson, of course, you're going to always think about why you are experiencing this, because I really wanted to know, not because of the end, uh, victim mentality. I was seriously curious why. What is the purpose of meeting this person? Yeah. So I switched on my price to put a higher price, of course. So something good came out of it. And then also I asked, even though it doesn't require to see the photo of the photo to do the reading, I put the photo request for every single reading. So if oh, I good. see a super negative uh, vibrational person who is purchasing my product, I'll decline. It sounds mean, but seriously, if they don't really cherish what I serve, I don't need their money. Mm -hmm. That's my, my boundary, really, because. Um, well, I mean, you really do offer a good deal. I do. So, I mean, for someone to throw that kind of a shit fit over $35, um, absolutely ridiculous especially for the amount of time that you put into that reading yeah, and like and you transcribed it yeah i mean reading and then activation that's i like, know that's yeah. a hell of a deal i'm glad you raised your prices because i think you were probably offering uh too good of a deal and then people don't believe that it's true and i don't know take advantage uh i think i told this story about the guy who made um a really nice software gaming program and he he didn't want to charge a lot for it because he wanted people to have access to it but it wasn't selling and then uh someone said you know a friend of his that had played the game really loved it and he says i don't understand it's not selling and the friend says well you're selling it too cheaply people don't believe that the game could be any good for that price so you have to raise your price and sure enough, he did raise his price and sure enough, his sales went through the roof because, you know, the more people that played it, word of mouth, that sort of thing. But they just couldn't, I guess the moral of that story is they just couldn't believe it was that good of a deal for the price. And that's sad. That's a sad commentary. That's a whole nother show. But um, because when people have a 5D mentality, you know, like 
and you feel like you want your stuff to access to everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. But I guess because my my uh, soul sister's guide was saying you gotta raise the price because when you are offering low hanging fruits, you are attracting someone who is. They basically said I'm attracting someone with low vibration. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, that kind of makes sense. You know, if and it just blows my mind because any any program that you want for your enhancement you're you're reaching out to a practitioner because you're trying to improve your life or get insight into your life or things like i don't understand people looking for this ten dollar deal it's like is that really what you think of yourself you're you're only going to invest um i remember when our health insurance changed and um our chiropractic visits were uh, almost entirely covered we I think we had like a five dollar copay and it went to they were covering five dollars so we had to pay the rest of it (laughs) um we just did it we just did it and we kept going because we knew that our health was just that important and it was very important to uh, you know, to get those adjustments from time to time. Well, and my son was all into sports. And so sometimes you have a sports related uh, injury that can be corrected through chiropractic. So, you know, we continued that. But um, I never stopped to say, oh, gee, what a hardship it is. We have to pay this extra money. No, it was like, I'm just glad we're able to afford and put the money into that. I mean, I'd rather spend it on that than a, than a $5 latte somewhere. And people won't think twice about spending that $5 on a freaking cup of coffee, but they won't put more money into their own health. I don't get it. I really don't. It blows my mind. Yeah. So like the uh, most important thing is I learned my lesson to, well, I was thinking that one of those reasons to standing up myself against the bully, right? Because mm-hmm. I was working on myself today, um, and then I kind of had this uh, flashback of when I was a kid, like those stupid people in my neighborhood was bullying me because I look different, you know? And then mm-hmm. I had to release that energy. Mm-hmm. And that, that was kind of a good thing came out of it because otherwise I wouldn't able to access to that memory, right? Mm-hmm. So when negative things happen to you, it's not always negative because when you look at the other perspective, it, you can use that as your advantage to t- flip, flip around to make it positive for you. You know, that's a great point. I'm so glad you said that. Because even in my situation, you know, with my friend, my partner that I'm doing work with, um, it was just for me a reminder that I have to respect everybody's journey. And it doesn't matter how, you know, high frequency someone is, they could, we can slip into energetic potholes, you know, or go into fearful spaces or, like you said, you know, it reminds you of something from your past and you need to go into that energy a little bit in order to release it, whatever. But it, I didn't take it personally. And it was a reminder to me that I can never assume um, anybody's status or what their, what their life plan is. Or um, I just have to constantly respect everybody's journey. 
you know, and we all do. Uh, we have expectations that we set, and I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying, you know, we tend to have expectations of people. And then when somebody does something that's not congruent with our expectations, you know, I think the old way of reacting to that is to maybe somehow personalize it. It really isn't personal. It's just, that's how people are being. And um, that's what they're doing at this moment point in their life. If we can not personalize it, I think that keeps, that allows us to keep our energy really high. And then we, and then we're not going to be susceptible to attacks. Yeah. And then we, we're not going to get hurt by other person's reaction or something because if we don't personalize, but if yeah. the other person is still attacking you, you know how to set the boundaries. Oh yeah. You got to shut know? it down. No doubt. Up, you know? Yeah. Because like money is, I guess, tool we need to have until certain point of our ascension. So everybody gonna collectively decide we don't need the money anymore, just like any other higher vibrational society. But until then we have to have those. But just because we have to have those doesn't mean you have to, you have to sell yourself to get them. So if the other person is abusive to you or you're doing something you really don't, don't feel good in order to get that money, you know, um, that's where, you know, I personally think a good idea to set the, your boundary. Like, I don't need your mind. Like, you know, get a fuck up out of my, my world. <laughs> you know, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> you know. It's a good idea to have that kind of boundary because if you're accepting everybody in your world just because you need to make money and you have to pay something, that's like, um, to me, I feel like that's more like poverty consciousness or, yeah. or like, I do know it's not everybody. I know, I know very happy, very wealthy people, but I do know some people who are unhappy. Even though they are wealthy, they are constantly worried. Wor I don't know why they have to worry about money, but they're constantly worried about somehow somebody gonna steal money from them or somehow some catastrophe gonna happen and their fortune gonna disappear or whatever. Their state is like that. So- Well, I think that is a form of poverty consciousness actually. It is, it is poverty consciousness, even yeah. though they do have money. So my point is like, when you don't set the boundaries toward what makes you happy and what what doesn't make you happy, you know, when it comes to money, it, it's a really good lesson that I want to share you guys to think about that. What's your line? You know, yeah, people yeah. want to say money is money, but think things is if you have to give up something like your dignity or your good feeling or could be your body whatever you everybody do have their own limit what you feel uncomfortable and comfortable um if you have to give up on something you know yeah. that that's something you do want to take a deep look at you know yeah. to see it's worth it or not you know and i want to mention um and i found out this weekend when i uh spent the weekend with some friends out of town I guess I didn't realize this was still the case, but uh, it's worth mentioning. Mm -hmm. If I feel uh, dark energy coming my way, I immediately call in the angels. Um, 
especially Raphael and Metatron. But um, that's just something I do without even thinking about it. I just bring that energy in and I'm fine. But what I found out this weekend is that some people still associate angelic energy with religion, which, duh, I guess it makes sense. But really, people, the angels are so, um, they're so real, but they're so separate from religion. They're yeah. included they're included in religious dogma. Um, it, I believe the Jewish uh, heritage also talks about angels. And, uh, of course, uh, what would that Bible be? The, f- the first one? What's that called? Old Testament. Oh, thank you. Old Testament. Um, but I also believe that um, the Islamic religion talks about angels. And yeah, so, I mean, I'm not going to tell you that I know about all the religions. I mean, certainly not, but I know that angels are not um, limited to uh, Christianity. So anyway, I just want to say, if you feel like there's some kind of attack happening or some kind of real negative energy that you find yourself in, um, just call in the angels because they're right there. I mean, we have to ask for their assistance. They cannot interfere because we have free will. I think they're protecting us anyway, according to soul plan, but I'm talking about when you need a little special extra protection or feeling, you know, you could even just say, um, you know, let me feel your energy, please. You know, whatever angel you feel attracted to or group of angels or the Christ consciousness or, uh, you know, any other being that you feel close to, uh, call them in or right away, immediately, you know, you don't have to say the words aloud. All you have to do is think the thoughts. They're right there. Yeah. I mean, I did call in Archangel Mikael like last week. And then I told him like, please make sure to bring only customer who, who is not uh, aggressive or uh, what are you going to call it? Toxic. I don't want that kind of customer. And then I got this person yesterday. Yeah. That's why I was questioning, you know, and I got a clarity of dark forces thing. So now I was doing sleep meditation, but it's always a good idea to call angels and then ask them what you're looking for. So they're going to kind of uh, do energetic clearance to make sure that certain kind of person not going to come into your life you know like some people you know a lot of coaches they talk about you have to imagine your ideal client so you are going to get that kind of people only you know um maybe i'm not saying you guys do that that kind of way but if you are doing some kind of uh, work dealing with the people maybe it's a good idea to talk to your angel to give them your standard you know mm-hmm. because well you know interestingly enough you did that and then you got the second one so that <laughs> just that kind of tell no seriously that tells me that that 
situation happened for a purpose. Remember you, you said to me, you know, what's the point behind this? Why did this happen? And I didn't have an answer for you. I'm really glad you called Tanya because I, nothing was really coming to me other than people can be assholes sometimes, but <laughs> that wasn't really helpful. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes we can set you know, ask for the interventions and the protections and only certain kinds of clients. And then we get an asshole anyway, that tells me that there's something to be learned from the situation. And then you did point out that it reminded you um, of something in your childhood, and then you were able to clear that. So yeah, maybe there was just this little last bit of um, thing rolling or energy rolling around in there from the past and and then that happened so that you could just get rid of it finally you know just be done with it so you're like okay I'm powerful I know I can set boundaries and yeah, you like, did like the person or anybody can bulldozing you over you know that kind of like a heavy energy this person had mm -hmm. and then she was saying like my service is ten dollar value in one world, like you want to do clearing and then uh, activation and the reading, and that's ten dollar, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I I almost course, feel like you got a hold of a person that just had nothing better to do with their time, and they said, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with her for a while," and yeah. uh, and then you just you just shut it down. And kudos, um, because yeah. we have to do that sometimes, and we don't like to do it. Um, but you know, some people can just way overstep boundaries. Matter of yeah. fact, also at, at, at the social media time or people do worry about the views or rating, I would tell you, do not even worry about that. When you have to stand up for yourself, you know, you're not going to say your customer fuck off. Like I, I'm saying to you guys right now, that's how I feel. But I didn't write down my response, fuck off, you know? <laughs> you give, you give. Yeah, a, don't do that. Yeah, you, you give a customer service response because you know how to do customer service. And then you do, you do stand up for yourself while you are responding the review. But doesn't mean, you know, you, you want to let the other person take advantage of you. Right. You know? Yeah. So I think. If you guys are dealing with not just a spiritual service, but some kind of dealing with the people, still, it's a good idea to find your ground and stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. If anybody is trying to take advantage or start making up some kind of story according to them, it's still a good idea to stand up for yourself. True. You know? Uh, it's funny over the weekend that trip I went on I had um gosh I hesitate to tell the story but I don't think it'll get back anyway my host for the weekend just uh, broke so many of my boundaries you know just uh -huh. just nod at them and um it, it had to do with ridiculous stuff like food and how I wear my hair and and I thought, what is going on here? You know, I, I came to this beautiful place just wanting to have a nice relaxing weekend with some friends. And this person is up my butt sideways. What the fuck, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it kind of came to me kind of similar to what you went through with some, um, 
I just had to keep setting my boundaries and not, not take it personal. It was a, it was a personality thing. That's all. This is how this person behaves with everybody uh, that's female anyway. And uh, because the guys didn't get the same treatment that I did, but (laughs) then it dawned on me um, almost towards the very end of the trip, which was this woman wants to mother me. She wanted to mother me. And I mean, I'm 53 years old. I didn't even think that was possible anymore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it was very clear that that's what was going on. And it did remind me of, you know, my own mother and the times that she would try to be controlling about things. And really, she had the best intention at heart. She had no idea. My mother and my host had no idea how intrusive it was. But it just blew my socks off because I haven't encountered that in so many years that I just completely taken off my game. (laughs) So I had to like do some meditation. I had to do some breathing. I had to go for walks, you know, just to get away from the energy and settle myself. And then I I said to myself, hey, listen, you got this. You know what? You're just not taking it personally. You're going to be the best possible you know, visitor that she can be and, and be uh, uh, compassionate about the fact that she needs to mother people. But um, I also had to set my boundaries too. It was like walking a tightrope. I was literally tired by the end of the weekend. <laughs> I was supposed to go and have a rest. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is tiring. But, uh, you know, these things happen, I think, because um, it's to show us something. And it's to remind us, uh, you know, that we really are in, in control of our own reality. Uh, we either allow something to happen, um, we become bullied, or we can fall into some kind of victim role, or we're all powerful beings, and we know how to set our boundaries, and uh, yeah, we, we know how to ask the universe for what we want, too. And also, yeah. it's really important that a um, lot of times, dark forces use other humans to, you know, use other humans to bring us down. And this is not a negative uh, victim consciousness because I was far away from this fact, but since it was pointed out, it kind of made sense to me to give me a light that they're gonna send those people who may have implants, who may did, you know, job so people could control them somehow, right? Or That's possible, whatever yeah. that is. Or they may be having a, well, technically they could control people with people with job with all this um, electrical, whatever the manipulation thing, they can send all these signals. Oh, from the towers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. can send all this um, MK Ultra kind of thing, who knows, right? <laughs> whatever. The, everything is possible so whole point is they can send a person to bring you down but if you are having your own boundary and then you cherish yourself and you put yourself first that doesn't mean selfish you're being loving yourself yeah. and then um then like you don't take it personally but you set your boundaries no beings no dark forces can attack you Well, on top of you tell your angels or your guide to protect you. And then I was told, Tonya's guide, 
to go back to your joy, <laughs> you know? So I decided to watch funny YouTube videos. So and and I, I think that is, that is the, the, the cream on top of the Sunday, which is if you don't let them steal your joy, your own personal space you know like if it's not taking you days and weeks to recover from such a thing you know you just kind of go yeah that happened I'm back to myself again um they really don't have any ability to um take over take us over only if we give it to them yeah because like if you know who you are guys and then other people start defining you whatever is the according to the perspective you know it doesn't really uh, scratch you or it doesn't mm -hmm. even like hurt you or anything because even like you know previous my channeling i was saying the particular person was calling like my channeling is like possessed you know whatever and then actually the fact is this person is possessed and then you know sounds like it <laughs> according to um, other people's sources how she speaks to her large amount of audiences she used hypnotic way of talking so people listen uh. to her speeches but they are being hypnotized without knowing it but i don't watch her because i don't i i'm very 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 selective who i watch um, so her vibration is skeptical. You, know, you want to know who else used hypnosis to, uh, to influence their audience? Hitler. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. That was, that was one of his greatest tactics. Um, his cadence, uh, the voice and, um, not to mention he'd go on and on and on for a very long time just kind of repeating the same things over and over again and that's but, a hypnosis uh, when person is repeating the same kind of phrases over and over yep and um i've never watched the movie but um i think he created a movie um about the jewish people um that supposedly was also programming people to hate them and I guess it was very effective uh my husband who went through uh he was a communication majors and major in college um he watched the movie and he said Jesus he said I've never felt that way before in my life but um by the end of the movie he's like I was starting to feel feelings of like I didn't like Jewish people and I said you really and he says yeah and I'm, I'm kind of glad I've never seen it to be honest with you, but I don't, I don't think it was called Mein Kampf. I, it was something else. The Eternal Jew, it was called. And um, that was mass distributed, that movie, uh, throughout the German population. And um, yeah, so we got to be very careful uh, what we entertain uh, with, with. we've got to be careful what we watch, what we read, what we listen to. Uh, but yeah, people can use hypnosis for nefarious reasons. And uh, yeah. I never would. I never would. But, um, yeah, but like, it's really important to like be skeptical to the people like, like, you know, this person has one million followers or 
200 or whatever the key followers or 70 whatever followers that doesn't mean this person is speaking span like you know amazing vibration you know yeah i mean steve jobs not steve jobs steve novel's vibration is cool you know i did interview with him so the p person i picked to do awake tv interview approved by my vibrational scale but you know so but regardless it's like social media thing is um double-edged sword just because person has a whatever the huge amount of follower doesn't mean you know that person is credible it may be right. this person is likable or whatever but doesn't mean you have to believe every single thing what this person is saying yep you know and you know tune into the body we keep saying it tune into the body if your body is reacting suddenly you have a headache that you didn't you were feeling fine or you're starting to get tired or nauseous or you're just feeling tension in your body just listening to something that's your body telling you get out get out get out yeah or reading some material because you're curious and then your vibration drops suddenly don't even read it you know i stopped reading particular book I told you about the last time and then I kind of throw out in the garbage uh, trash in my computer because I'm like I read one chapter and then that was yeah and then I'm like I don't need anything else yeah would you remember I sent you last week that hypnosis session that somebody sent me and I started listening to it and it immediately I felt the darkness there. I mean, it was something. You felt it too. You told me, you well, said, I can't even yeah. watch five minutes of this. I, I looked at it one minute. It was like very dark, like horrible yeah. vibration, you know? Yeah. We both turned it off because it was like, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in this energy at all. And I'll add, I think I watched watched it a little more than you did this person this uh hypnotist was totally leading the client you're not supposed to do that in a session if somebody's telling you what you should be seeing no that's that is a programming hypnosis what we do is we guide you can you explain the difference between sure sometimes it's a guided guided meditation we tell image and everything so people might not well okay so here's the difference um we use guided meditation to get to a person into a hypnotic state which means we take beautiful images and places we find out where what kind of um environments they like you know, like if you were going to your preferred vacation spot, what would it look like? And we embellish that so that it helps quiet the mind and allow the subconscious to come forward. So it's always, you know, beautiful images, things that they like or experiences that they've had in their life that bring joy to them to help bring into a hypnotic state, which is the the theta uh, brainwave. Um, when we do grounding, um, once we feel that we've sufficiently guided them to um, that theta brainwave, uh, we do grounding. We ask them where they are. Yeah. And you are they in physical way. form? Are they not in physical form? And inside we outside. start, yep, yep, inside, outside, your environment. Is there anybody there with you? You know, that sort of thing. We ask the questions 
and they tell us where they are, what they're experiencing. And, you know, eventually as you progress through the hypnosis, we find out why they were brought there in the first place by their guides mm-hmm. or their higher self. We never tell them what they're seeing. We never tell them that what they're seeing isn't real. Um, we never tell them that, uh, you know, this, this guide that came to talk to them is false. I, it just blew my mind when I heard that. Oh, I, so I, this person was saying oh, the guide is not the oh, yeah. guide. Mm-hmm. And they were oh. trying to get this person to, because um, I guess Jesus appeared and tried to convince this person that it wasn't really Jesus. And let's find out who it really is. And oh, it oh was my just God, a, that's so manipulative. I had to get out of it. I was like, I can't watch another second of this, but, um, Oh my God. Yeah. So, you know, as if hypnosis doesn't have enough bad connotations, you know, you got crap like that floating around, but guys, this is not what we do at all. This is not what quantum healing is about. We, we let you do the talking and tell us what's going on we just guide you there you know we don't tell you what your experience is going to be and we certainly don't program you (laughs) the only program i can say that we do is you know as we're bringing them out of the hypnosis we we do give the intention that they're going to wake up feeling refreshed and relaxed and we're going to you know thank all of the beings that have come to talk to them that day you know to go back to the dimension where they came from with much gratitude i mean that's the only programming i've ever used i don't know about you well i i say you know they're relaxed and at ease you know and then i do use um spaceship or twin flame goddess to guide them on that kind of thing but whole point is like each client has their particular senses. So that doesn't mean they are always visual. So it's not, they can see it. So I guide them to use their best senses to understand what they're experiencing. But after they start, you know, uh, acclimate themselves into whatever the environment and they start expressing what they are experiencing, it's them talking. Yeah, it's yeah. Like 90% them talking, and we kind of ask questions like, oh, what happened? Who are you meeting? Who is this person? You know? Mm-hmm. And we fast forward them in the life, or sometimes we regress them in a life. Um, and then we get to finally asking, okay, what is the point of uh whoever it is we're working with in seeing this this yeah, lifetime? Why your uh higher self oh. brought you to this particular Right. You know, what what is the point of it? You know, but I'd never dream of telling them that they're what they were telling me was false. (laughs) That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, so there's some dark shit going around, people. Um, be careful. Be careful. I was I was very um skeptical about hypnosis thing, even though I'm offering that to client now, but because of I know the programming and everything, I was very skeptical in the beginning until until I I experienced the BQH session. Of course, I chose the person through vibrational level. So I looked mm-hmm. at each person's picture in those directory and then I picked her and then I was like, oh, she has a super high vibration. And the good thing is her guide, they are Palladians. So they decided, oh, you know, 
today we're gonna open up a clairvoyant ability. So I couldn't see anything because my ability was clear audience and then feel the vibration. So I was very blind. So after that, I could see all of a sudden I could see. Nice. I still cannot visualize with visualization or meditation. It's hard. But when it comes to client, when I'm doing session, I can see everything. Now. That is so cool. I really want that superpower. Yeah. I have the, I have the, well, I have the clear audience. Um, I have the clear knowing, but um, sometimes the smell, I don't know what that's called, but uh, I can smell spirits. <laughs> Sentient. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, like, uh, like when I'm seeing what my client is seeing during the hypnosis. Wow. That would so, be so cool. Yeah. We are, we are seeing the same thing. So Sometimes when client is skeptical, like, do you think I'm making up? Do you think I'm making up? Then I, I'll describe what she's seeing. And I do, are you seeing that? And she was, yeah, exactly. Nice confirmation. You know? That's, That's awesome. That's I've funny. had a couple times where I've seen what they were seeing, but only like a glimmer of it, you know? And I didn't have a chance to confirm that, that, that I got what, you know, usually in the after talk, it would come out and she'd say, well, I saw this or that. I'm like, yeah, I remember seeing that too, but I only get glimmers. I don't get the whole Monty like you do. That's kind of cool. A lot of the times, like um, now I used to do healing after the session, but now during the regression, um, I started seeing their past life selves. And then some of them are bad traumatized. Yeah. So I could see them while my client is describing their past life self or galactic self or whatever. So I gotta do I gotta do the session on the spot because I'm seeing seeing the you know person. So yeah. it's not entity attachment because that was part of your soul fractal, but a lot of times it's a good idea to um, heal them. Then ask them if they won't release that part of you. Yeah, see, you had said to me when we were talking privately um, that you think I don't believe in entity attachments. And that's what you just said is what I see it as. It's, it's yes, there's an energy attached to you, but I, I just happen to believe that it's yourself. It's like an unhealed version of yourself in another lifetime that is now coming forward but that's different though that is their past lives sometimes um you know i was i was watching a particular hypnosis person on youtube and then she does a lot of sessions and then sometimes you know i i don't watch anymore because i don't have a two hours to watch but sometimes when i was watching the particular client and they started having this entity attachment reaction and she's doing entity removal which i'm do this i do the same thing when i if i i counter that during my session which doesn't happen often but like sometimes it's kind of there hmm. you know it's because yeah, I've, I've never time. had that not in one session i've ever done i've never had that that's where me and candace are alike because I just have not had that experience where someone had something that was other than themselves. Because I believe, it. I think in free will, it's just not really possible. However, 
that being said, I'm talking about an unwilling attachment. I'm not saying that if a person decides to go swimming in dark energies, that something can't become part of them because they've allowed it. See, that I can buy. I can believe that that's possible because people do it all the time. They play with these yeah, because oh, dark like, ones. Like I I had to go to this uh crazy uh old Japanese um cemetery um mountain place. That part part is supposedly holy like place like Shasta. But what mm-hmm. I didn't know was in order to get to that area, you have to go through huge amount of a cemetery. Mm-hmm. And I was feeling extremely like I told Archangel Miguel to be next to me all the time. And then mm-hmm. I called Jesus in and uh, make sure to protect me while I'm walking all shit road of like a graveyard because I could tell all these things are lurking around. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I have no intention to connect with any kind of dead people or see them. So I don't see them. I don't hear them even though I'm clear audience, the clear one, because I don't want to, but. Oh my God, I could go take a nap in a cemetery. I think cemeteries are peaceful. Yeah, but it wasn't what I walked. So. Huh, was it your Hokigara? I felt a lot of weird vibrational energy there. And then um, the whole point is when you walk through like that kind of cemetery or any kind of disturbed places, like haunted house or whatever that is, right? Uh, we are the places. Or like a place that carries an energy where some bad shit happened. Or war zone, or old, old war, war zones. zones. Yep, yep, yep. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? So the place something happened. Then you happen to walk by and you happen to, they, they could hitchhike. You know, they use you as a ride and then you know ah uh, see i don't know i don't think i don't think if your energy is high enough that they could no no not me but i'm saying like people who are having in an entity attachment i could i could buy into that uh phenomenon they might catch these entity while they are walking around you know hmm. like they happen to feeling because my friends my friend um, showed me the raw material of the film. So he was making the film about um, secret sect of Catholic priests who they do uh, exorcism. Mm-hmm. And they, that's all they only do. Mm-hmm. So he did show me all this uh, exorcism uh, law footage. So law footage means in film world, Nobody gonna touch that. Nobody did edit, nobody did coloring, nobody did collection of sound, nothing. So he gave me that footage to see if I can use for something in the future, like my movies or whatever. So I watched it. It was so real. So it was a couple of different people. Um, they are possessed by demons. So um, I'm going to tell you guys, those demonic figure is um, non-physical galactic entity. People decided to call them as a demonic or 
demon or whatever because people didn't know there are some forces outside of the planet they happen to be non-physical so anyhow these people got possessed and i was watching it and i was like there is no way because they're not actors they're regular people so regular mm. people cannot act you know they're not actors they don't they don't know how to act when people are possessed so I was like, what the fuck, you know? I watched everything, you know? And then I knew about that. And then me and my, and, me and my friends were talking about when, when people are susceptible with um, possessed by some entity. And they, are very, they have very um, clear um, situation. When you drink a lot, uh, when you drink- Drugs alcohol yeah, yeah yeah because when you're drinking or when you're doing drugs like uh you kind of make yourself vacant even though you are or people that are like really um sociopaths and uh murderers and you know people that hang with the darkest elements my understanding is if their energy is really really low yeah, they can but... start having associations and so and i guess that's a kind of a permission you know yeah, but you know, like maybe people are not aware of like drinking a lot or doing some drugs or, you know, smoking marijuana. They think like, oh, that's not a big deal. But like there is, I'm not saying do not drink ever because I do socially drink. So, but when you drink a lot and then you lose your consciousness, you kind of open yourself the door to if that entity is next to you or near you, you happen to be on that spot, like some bar or club or something. And then they do hang out at a place like that, by the way. And then when they happen to be next to you and then you are vacant, then they're gonna say, oh, I'm gonna enter. So that's, if I have to put simply, that's what could be happening. So we are not like putting you guys into fear mode but it's a good idea to be aware when you when you put yourself in the um, compromise low vibrational situation. energy well yeah. compromise the situation to make yourself not fully conscious right when you drink or do drugs your vibration drops and then that kind of situation or if you are extremely like Um, emotionally like down, not just down temporarily, but something really terrible happened that like you're emotionally down. Like, you know, when you're vulnerable situation, for example, that is a time like that might happen. I'm not saying it's gonna happen to everyone. So time like that, especially it's a good idea to protect yourself, right? Or, yeah, see, that's where you and I kind of, diverge a little bit because I just I just don't think it's possible that someone can come and take you over against your will I think if you if you you know like you can't like catch a spirit in the bar you know because you got really drunk one night but I think um if you're regularly playing in those energies and um you keep you keep in uh even ceremoniously some people do it on purpose they try to call these energies in uh you know, Ouija boards and all that kind of stuff. I think you can, you know, at some point it constitutes um, permission 
the more you hang out with the dark elements, I think, you know, you can get to a point where you give permission and, and they can come in. So just be careful, I guess. Yeah. That would be so my, that's my point of view, you know. Yeah, it's a good idea to, if you can, you know, some people are very strict about, I don't drink, I, I don't smoke, I don't do drug. You know, if that is your policy, which is better than my policy, I guess, that's good for you because you're not going to make yourself open for anything. That's good. But that is a thing I learned through my friends because, you know, my friends were investigating that thing through documentary. So I got that knowledge. So that was kind of interesting. But by the way, so whatever, uh, through the human or through putting yourself in the vulnerable situation, this energetic interference can happen. I'm not saying 100% happen, can happen. So the best way to put yourself is always, you know, protect yourself through higher vibrational being and then put the boundaries. And then also, also like, Try stay to happy. Yourself. Yeah. Stay yourself. joyful. Yeah. Shift <laughs> yourself into joy energy. So when you are, nothing can touch you. That's There's right. Nothing. I, I, I believe in that 100%. Yeah. And, um, then, and the know, fastest way to get into a better energy is to just start doing some gratitude. Yeah. We start feeling yourself going down a little bit, you know, just start finding things to be grateful for. It, you'll change your energy just like that. Yeah, because a lot of times, you know, uh, funny thing is when you watch YouTube, it's not the always I watch spiritual people. Do I really watch spiritual people? Not much. I I, I watch some certain telecard that I like, but my regular channel I watch, they are regular folks who happen to be really funny, you know, their commentary and everything. And then when I look at them or I hear their voices, they have a high vibration. So like people who happen to be funny or putting very uh, funny content or entertaining content, they, they usually happen to be high vibrational. I believe it or not, more than those spiritual gurus. Yeah. You know? I'll tell you, I'd always rather laugh than cry, even if uh, whatever made me cry was the truth. <laughs> Make me laugh. That's so much better. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's really important to be aware it's out there. So this is very different episode from our regular episode because we usually stay away from this kind of content. But mm -hmm. it's a good idea to talk about it because it's out there. You know, and I just I just want to say really quick before we go, um, you know, we're not just talking about dynamic, de demonic forces. We're talking about remember when we were kids, people, you know, your mother or somebody would tell you they're just. They just don't like it because you're happy. So they're trying to steal your joy. You know, so there are those people. They're oh, not demons. People. They're not, they're not entities. They're not demons. They're nothing. They're just negative people that see a person who has light and they want to steal your light by making you miserable. 
So we're talking about those people too, you know? Oh, yeah, that's, psychic that's, attacks, things like that. But there are really people that want to steal other people's joy and just don't let them have it. Yeah, energetic vampires. So if you deal with people, you know, uh, some of you dealt with someone who is negative or complaining or aggressive. And after that, you are energetically drained so much you know, those energetic vampire people, that's including. Yeah, yeah. And then I just wanted to, you know, just wanted to throw that out there that, you know, there's a range of dark energy we're talking about, you know, everywhere. It's like 50 shades of gray of dark energy. <laughs> but, uh, that you know. That is not high vibrational either, by the way. Oh, I I, I've never read it. It was a horrible writing, by the way. Oh, geez. But, you know, um, I, in a way, I have a hard time from snickering uh, when I know that somebody's purposefully trying to piss me off. It, it has the opposite effect. It just makes me start laughing. And sometimes I laugh right out loud, but usually I keep it in my brain where I just start snickering because I can see it coming a mile away. It's like, dude sorry your life is shitty but you're not gonna change you're not gonna screw my day by you know trying to bend my energy you ever said something to somebody where you know like you tell them something positive or some experience you had and then and they, they told you five tall? yeah you, yeah they get mad or they <laughs> tell you they tell you five reasons why you shouldn't have enjoyed what you enjoyed or, or what's wrong with what you did and I just sit there and go really that's pathetic you know, if I don't, the old saying, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, when it comes to other people telling you a story, it's like, if, if you don't have any positive commentary, keep your mouth shut. But um, I've never been the kind of person that tries to steal other people's joy. So I don't have to worry about it. But uh, there certainly are people out there like that. They just, it's like your light is too bright and they can't stand it. And they want to knock you down a few pegs. And your job is to not let them, you know, be step yeah. into your own, step into your own power and refuse to give up your good natured, uh, your good time or your good nature because somebody wants to crap on you, you know, don't let yeah. it happen. Be your own light and then make sure that don't give a crap about people. You know, like I was watching a TikTok video and then I forgot the name was a lady. Um, the lady who played a hairstylist in uh, Legally Blonde. And oh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. And this lady made a TikTok and she was saying, do you know what the secret of uh, whatever, I forgot what she said, whatever it is, not to care, uh, be, go, be confident. Not yep. to care about, not to care about other, what other people want to think. Yeah. Which is true. Because yeah. if you use, if you no longer care about the review, if you no longer care about the, your reputation, you know, because you can't really make everybody like you. That's the truth. Even though you have an amazing personality and you are super talented and you are super likable, there's a few people who just hate you just because who you are. And that got nothing to do with you. I. <laughs> I still laugh about this to this day. I didn't when it happened, but for years I laugh about it because somebody told me they just, they didn't know why they, they couldn't stand me. They just hated my face. 
That's so stupid. Well, not much I can do about that. Thanks for sharing. Right? Some people just don't <laughs> like you because the way you talk or just who you are. And then what are you going to do? Apologize about, about your presence? Well, I'm obviously not going to go get plastic surgery because my face pissed her off, you know, <laughs> yeah. it just still strikes me as funny because like, okay, if that's the case, why tell me about it? Well, like blindfold yourself or don't look. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hey, I got an idea. Don't look at my face. Well, put the bag <laughs> on your face. <laughs> okay, here's the solution. Put your <sighs> bag on your face. So, yeah. Yeah. The point is like, you know, uh, because a lot of the times people do care about social media likes or popularity or whatever it is, do not even care about that. Yeah, you're not going to win that game. That's all yeah, there is to it. You know, if you care about what other people think of you, you can't live your life. No. And then a lot of people I know who are free and really happy. And happen to have a really nice personality, they don't give a crap about what other people think. It's true. And that is really secret of live free and live happy. Because measuring the stick of other people always change, depends on how they're feeling at the moment. Well, not only that, but we're all creating our own reality anyway. So, you know to try and care about what somebody else believes or thinks about you you want their reality i don't want their reality i want my own yeah so you know this lady is true like don't give a crap about other what other people think because even if you are miss perfect or mr perfect these all they're gonna one person or 10 percent of people don't like you because how perfect you are they always make a crap about why they don't like you, you know? See, I don't have any experience with that. <laughs> I've never, I'm not perfect. I'm so far from it. So it's funny. Uh, but, you know, and then I like to laugh at myself anyway. Uh, get a sense of humor, people. Just don't stop being so damn serious all the time. Really, life just isn't that, uh, it's not fatal. It and really then- isn't. Just because you have a flaws, that's okay. Because of them, that makes you relatable, you know? And majority of the people are good people. I, yeah, I, I think so too. That way too. So Absolutely. don't worry about what other people think. If you like yourself, that's good enough. Oh, 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 you just reminded me. Somebody said, and I want, I think it's... I don't know if it was Daniel Scranton, Matt Kahn, or possibly Arne Ellingham. I don't remember who said it, but somebody really smart said this, and I love it. And it's, um, you meet the version of, oh, I know it came through in a session. It came through in a session. And I won't say the person I was working with, but you meet the version of the person that you're looking for. Um, So in other words, if, uh, you know, you've had 10 years experience with this person and you just expect them to always be that way, that's probably the way they're going to be because that's what you're expecting. 
But if you look into the person and you see that God spark that's in them, you can actually bring that out in people may take a minute you know of conversation or whatever but they can tell by just looking at you what you see in them it's like that instantaneously communication that instantaneous communication that's um energetic it's not verbal do you know what i'm saying so it's like if you can see the god spark in everybody that you're interacting with pretty soon that's all you're going to see because that energy is what brings to you what you're looking for in other people if you're if on the other hand you're one of those people that's always looking for the worst in others or they think that others are always going to try and take advantage of them or talk about them behind their back well unfortunately you're calling that to yourself so yeah Yeah, i just thought that was worth saying be careful what you're hunting you know i always say hunt the good stuff yeah because you set the boundary you know who you are, then you see goodness of other people without being naive, then you're all set. Yeah, I really believe that. Yeah, seriously, this is a good country, even though, well, we, we'll, we'll bring ourselves back. This is a good world. Are, you know, um, good people, hard yeah. good people, you know, we are fine, we'll be fine. We are. Yeah, so we see you guys next week. We're going to bring a more interesting topic next week. And then that's about it. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, so that's it for this week. See you next week.